Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent, Beijing Doctor Douchebag, Crash Gladys, Get in Crash Position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off three. Quick question for you, Freak Nation. If you're not in Louisiana, but you are in an area of the country where it is as hot, can you really fry an egg on the pavement? Can you really fry an egg on the hood of a car? What, Crasher? We're in Phoenix. Yeah. Just FYI. Kenny Mm -hmm. and Crash are both in Phoenix. We do a daily show on Fox Sports 910. Yep. And our sister station, the news station, they tried this. Last summer, they tried it on the top floor of the parking garage, tried to fry an egg on a car, Mm. included foil to even make it happen maybe a little bit faster. It didn't work. And that was on a day that was between 115 and 120. It didn't work. So, okay. Well, look, I don't know if you could. Can can you stir a salad in Ohio, Statman? (laughs) What? I don't even know what that is. Stir a salad? What do you mean stir a salad? What's that got to do with... Stir a salad. I have no idea because it's never, never hot in Ohio. Oh, it's humid. Oh no, it's never hot. I mean, it's it, it could be three degrees, and the humidity would make it feel like a hundred and two. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. How you guys doing tonight, man? A big show for you coming up. It's an interesting show, needless to say. Bass player from the band Three Eleven, Peanut. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. 311, they've got a new record coming out. Well, actually, it came out two days ago. Voyager, he'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. 311 has played at many NASCAR races. And weren't they a quasi-sponsor of a car? Not Furniture Row. What's, what's they, yeah, a, a now few years ago. Team. Yeah. Oh, it's driving me nuts. I'll, I can't believe I just tried to bring this up at the beginning of the show without doing research. But, yes, they were, they were on a car. They've done concerts at NASCAR races. I believe they did a concert at an IndyCar race once. So, yeah, they're, they're a motorsports tie-in. Yeah, so 311. They'll be here in the Freak Nation. Also, Corbin Burnson. That guy? Uh-huh. Yeah, that guy. Major League, the movie, was released 30 years ago this year, and the new Blu-ray DVD is out. And they said, hey, man, let's get them in the Freak Nation. Do some big pimping for the Blu-ray. I said, hell yeah, man. The majority of our audience have, has seen Major League 15 times. Chandler Smith, ARCA Series winner. He'll be here in the Freak Nation running on those general tires. Uh, Kurt Busch gets himself a big, big win last night. Curious, Statman, is this a bigger win for Kurt Busch or a bigger win for Chip Ganassi in NASCAR? Oh, it's a bigger win for Kurt Busch. Uh, Ganassi, if he doesn't win, he gets headlines with uh, his other driver, Kyle Larson. But uh, Kurt Busch needs wins and because uh, he's not guaranteed to be around. I think he's like year to year, and he's not guaranteed to be around uh, for any length of time with anybody. So, yeah, it's a huge win for Kurt Busch. And he specifically said that 
in one of his interviews this weekend saying, yeah, I was considering retirement. But at the end of this year, he said, well, this changes things. Not sure if he's definitely going to come back. I mean, what's it going to take for Kurt Busch to for sure come back for the year 2020 to drive? But, yeah, he already had retirement on the mind. And then, oh, hey, got to win. That means I'm in the playoffs. That means I have a shot at the title. Okay. So Kurt Busch gets well, I wouldn't the... go that far. A shot at the title. <laughs> I mean, he's in the playoffs, but playoffs? What playoffs? You mean playoffs? We're talking playoffs? A bigger surprise that Kurt Busch and Chip Ganassi get a win or Stuart Haas Racing is now at 0-19 for the season? Come on, that has Stuart Haas Racing with zero wins. That has to be the bigger surprise. And Statman, just and and not even competitive. I mean, I mean not Kurt Busch's former team, by the way. That has to feel not so good. No. Well, the name Haas is not doing well in racing. Period. The Formula right. One team uh, did well the first couple of years. They got points sooner than anybody expected. But now the two drivers today ran into each other and didn't get the halfway point in the race. I don't think so. They got they got problems there. They're, they're not they're barely scoring points. They're barely getting into the Q two and Q three. They got real problems. And they've got sponsors pulling out already, just mid season. That was some there were some weird cryptic tweets a couple of weeks ago about that. Yeah, you're right. Haas is just not doing well in any form of motorsports right now. And I want to touch on that because I, I saw that as well. Curious what your guys take on what the hell's going on with Stuart Haas racing. And the fact that they can't finish a freaking race in the top ten, get a win, much less losing sponsorship. We'll resume shortly for Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Welcoming in another round of affiliates here on the Freak Nation. How you doing? Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sarge at the website, speedfreaks.tv. We're there for you on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Crash Gladys, pit news and notes brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, man. You got a big fat truck, SUV, go with General Tire right now. Right now. Your favorite tire store, roll in there. You know they got them. Big old tire, discount tire. Go with General Tires. Crasher. Lewis Hamilton, we were just talking about Formula One. Lewis Hamilton won yet again this year, but let this sink in just a little bit. Lewis Hamilton just became the most successful driver ever at Silverstone, the British GP. And yes, that is his home track. So without me going into any sort of synopsis of his strategy besting Valtteri Bottas, get this. This is what he said himself. Lewis Hamilton, this is the greatest single moment of any athlete in the world to wave his or her flag as the number one athlete or with gold medal or whatever it may be in their home country. It's been the single most incredible feeling and is the most special moment an athlete can have. Look at all this incredible support around me. People buy merchandise and flags and you just want to deliver for them. When you achieve something like today, you see all those British flags. One day I will look back at a picture of me in the car with that flag. I will look at that and be able to smile until my dying day. Massive props, Hamilton. Formula E raced their season finale in New York City with the Battle of Brooklyn going to Robin Fringe, but the overall championship to Jean-Eric Verne, the first driver to clinch a second consecutive title in the brief history of Formula E. 
Silly season is officially upon us in IndyCar. All right, sure. Your Indy 500 winner, Simon Pagano, won the Toronto IndyCar race today in dominant fashion. But just where will driver Alexander Rossi be next year in 2020? That's the big thing right now. Will he stay with Andretti? Will Honda stick with the, with the Andretti team as well? We've been told that two teams have made offers for Rossi to drive for them next year. Roger Penske. And get this, a significant offer has been made to him from Schmidt-Peterson. Uh, hey On the cup side of the equation with NASCAR, like Kenny said, all Bush all the time. Kurt Bush taking the win in the cup series. And ARCA, they also ran on Saturday night. Chandler Smith, the winner from Elko Speedway, his win, the 60th total for Venturini Motorsports. Freak Nation coming up, Alex Bowman. You know that name, right? What about Justin Haley? We already mentioned it. Stuart Haas Racing and Kurt Busch. What do all those guys have in common? It's coming up next. Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Well, it's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and, of course, rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged style to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling with speed freaks since 2001. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time, but Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system to fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop? It was available in your favorite grocery store. Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the funnest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get... Awesome. Mav TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. Mav TV televises off road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and world rally championships, to name a few. Mav TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. Mav TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MavTV.com for more racing information and to demand. Your Mav TV.
You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Voyager is the new record from 311. Of course, that's not Voyager. That's down. That's their first big one. Right there. 311 Peanut bassist, one of their OGs from 311. He'll be joining us coming up. Corbin Burnson, that guy, L.A. Law, psych. Uh, 30 years ago, Major League, the movie was released, and he says, hey, man, we're rolling there. Talk about it. We'll do that. The Blu-ray is out now. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks, Facebook, website speedfreaks.tv. And again, thank you, affiliates, SiriusXM, and all those snappy little applications. The kids call them apps for put the freaks on. It's it's iTunes, it's SoundCloud, it's iHeart, it's radio.com. <laughs> you can find Speed Freaks regardless yeah. where you are in this world. You can. <laughs> We are now into our 20th year of doing Speed Freaks. And what something was that again? What was that? 20, 20 years? 20. 20 years. So when if we were born when we started, we, are, uh, we could do a whole bunch of stuff we couldn't do a couple of weeks ago, right? <laughs> Suave, Depends who country handles our social media. Suave, 20 years ago, where were you, Suave? Oh, jeez. Uh, I do math. Uh, Not oh, in the summer. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I yeah. No, because I forgot how old I was for a second. <laughs> Jesus, I completely honestly man. did. No, I was eight years old, so it was 1999. So, 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 so I was, uh, I was busy watching the Arizona Diamondbacks kick ass that season. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Eight years old. Eight. Wow. I'm sitting across from a guy right now who was eight years old when we started Speed Freaks. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We all grow up sometimes. Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> Including radio shows. So, hey, quickly, quickly. And, and we're, gonna, we're just going to kind of stroke ourselves here, okay? Oh, boy. You've heard some of the old Speed Freaks versus where we are now, Richie. Uh-huh. Uh, just give me kind of a 30-second, 40-second synopsis. Of- <laughs> hey, you promised him no math now. Come on. <laughs> give me a synopsis there, Suave. Um, you could probably do that on your own because uh, a couple weeks ago for the anniversary show, for the first time, I had never heard this before, you played one of your first ever promos for the show. <laughs> And uh, you, between you and Statman, you guys dropped some uh, some words in there that I didn't even know existed. What? <laughs> I wish you guys, st- I don't know if you still have the audio, but I think me trying to describe it is ridiculous. Just play that. I don't have it handy, but maybe Damn I'll get it. to it by, by the time we get to it. We played a promo? You, you, you talk about the promo or the, the demo? De- the demo. The demo yeah, yeah, the demo. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss my butt. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't know they existed when they came out of our mouths either. They just <laughs> fell on the table. It's like, what was that? If we Man. were not yet sponsored by K&N Filters at that point. Whoops. That uh, just was said. No, we weren't. So I bring up the into our 20th year, Freak Nation, because you have Stuart Haas Racing. Tony Stewart, when we started this show, 
it took us maybe a year, two years to get him in here. But once Tony Stewart came in, the Freak Nation, it was, yeah, I mean, he knew that he wanted to be a part of it. He knew we, we gelled. Yes. We're his personality. He's our personality. We were rough a little around the edges. To some, we're still a little rough around the edges. But the roughness is intentional. It's not our first year on the air of a little rough around the edges because we don't know what the hell we're doing. It's just because that's what we do. But flash forward 19-plus years, wow, Stewart Haas racing. You just would think that anything Tony Stewart touches would have success. And they have had, had success, but as far as 2019 goes, no. Zero and 19 this season. Kevin Harvick, who's won championships, an S-load of race wins. You have Eric Almarola as part of Stuart Haas Racing. You have Daniel Suarez, who's part of Stuart Haas Racing. Who am I missing? Clint Boyer. Clint Boyer, Stuart Haas Racing. Daniel Suarez, by the way, on the pole this weekend, as soon as he stopped leading, everything went downhill. So they're 0-19 this season. That's big news. What about Alex Bowman? He gets his first career victory at a track where Hendrick Motorsports hadn't won in 10 years. Oh. Justin Haley from, yep, Spire Motorsports pulls off one of the biggest shockers in NASCAR history. Okay, that was slightly weather-aided, but, hey, you got to be at the front when the race ends. Kurt Busch wins on an intermediate track for the first time in nine years and does it with a car that hadn't won a race since... 2013. <laughs> Say what you will about 2019, but those are, okay, take the weather out of it, Crasher. Justin freaking Haley. Mm-hmm. Those are four instances, whatever is causing this, not sure, but for us to sit here in February and predict how this season was going to go. <laughs> oh, Kevin Harvick. Yeah, lock for the, the chase for the championship. Oops. Yeah, Statman had Kevin Harvick winning the freaking championship. Statman, how do you feel about that? Uh, you just uh, speaking of math, you you just <laughs> screwed up on English on that one. Yeah, For history. There's no way I would have picked Kevin Harvick to win anything, anything. Even if he was giving you his money to bet on him, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on him with his money. How's that? <laughs> So there are four wait, things. Wait a minute. What, what? did uh, what did the guy say? I wouldn't cross the street to, if he was even on fire. <laughs> no, I wouldn't piss on him if he was on fire. What the guy That's say? That's what Eddie Cheever. Eddie oh Cheever said gosh. that about Scott Sharp. Speaking of anniversary shows, that well, that one goes back several years. <laughs> that goes back to the mid two thousands. Crash, crash is incredible. <laughs> mm. Yep, she just dropped it out there. What? It was set on our airwaves. Well, again, that was that was 15, 16 years ago, Crash. God. Just put the name. Remember, he's the guy that said, please take the audio off of our website. Cheever? Stop it. Golly. Oh, Statbound's got a great scat, by the way, coming up. I completely <laughs> forgot about this guy until Statman sent us a link to this interview. Uh, I want you to hear Statman Scat coming up in moments. But real quick, getting back to those four things, that's just it's kind of where the NASCAR season's going. You have the Stalwarts up front with Kyle Busch, 
Joey Logano, guys like that, Martin Truex Jr. But there's four stories right there, uh, what, five months into the season that, uh, wow, would not have guessed that one. Corbin Burnson, Major League, that guy. 30 years ago this movie was released. He said he wanted to come to the Freak Nation, and we oblige. That's next. But first, your Statman Scat. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. Between workouts, walks, and bike rides, I've become a pretty good consumer of podcasts. Now the L.A. Times Studios have a series made for the Freak Nation. It's called Larger Than Life, and that's the only way to describe Big Willie Robinson, the founder and president of the Los Angeles County Street Racers. I discovered Big Willie one night in 1968, standing in a pickup bed, screaming at the assembled throng in a shopping center at Crenshaw & Slauson at 3 a.m. The large muscle black man in a black derby hat screaming at that time in the morning with the LAPD watching and doing nothing. If that didn't get your attention, you needed to move along and wake up later. The Larger Than Life podcast describes how Big Willie saved LA streets from illegal racing and rioting at a time when that's all anybody wanted to do. It's a larger than life story about a larger than life man at a time when LA streets were making larger than life headlines. Listen and learn. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam, for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable so if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information, and then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Losing hair sucks. And two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. I'm part of that two out of three. I'm glad I found Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair that you already have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to obtain. How easy? All it takes is a five-minute sign-up. You have to answer a few simple questions and snap some photos to complete your online doctor consultation. 
And fear not, a licensed physician will review your information online and recommend the right treatment for you, and then it's shipped right to your door every three months. And Keeps treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. And did I mention? It starts at only $10 a month. So if you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you need to do is wait to see a doctor. With Keeps, there's finally a way to get the help you need when you need it. For a limited time, receive your first month of treatment for free. Go to Keeps.com slash speed. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash speed. Tattooed heart and your jet black hair Rolling round like you don't care Take me down, take me all down the line At Speed Freaks on Twitter from the Lucas Oil Studios Running on General Tires, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Statman And an iHeartRadio app you have on your phone You can take us <laughs> anywhere That cough on the other end of the line It's not of a... Of a man 30 years, it might be of a man 30 years ago, at least in his mind, but uh, 30 years later, Major League uh, was released this year, and Corbin Bernson joins us here in the Freak Nation from Psych, L.A. Law, part of the original Major League cast. And Corbin, there's a number of interviews out there that you've done in regards to the release of Major League. And I th- the first question everybody asks seems to be L.A. Law, Psych, Major League. Of those three, what's the first one that comes up more often than the others of, hey, I remember you from this? Well, Major League really does. I mean, you know, currently, because Psych, when it was on the air, uh, you know, that was obviously there. But as an ongoing thing, it's really Major League because uh, – the movie uh, it crossed all sorts of genres and age groups and you know uh, uh, regions of the United States and the world. Um, so I mean that does come up the most, I would say. And you hit the nail on the head with our show. We have me. I'm the oldest guy of the show. You have a, a female who's ten years younger than me. Then we have a middle thirty something and a later twenty something. And every one of us have a quote, have a memory from the movie. What's been the attraction for generations for that movie? Yeah, I think the attraction is something, and it, you know, it's it's a comedy, so you hate to get a little bit too too heavy about it. But um, yeah, I think you know, we, we it, it, look, it's a screwball comedy. There's a lot of laughs <laughs> and a lot of quotes, like you said, and memorable lines. And those are all great ingredients for a movie. But the other thing about the movie is, I think it strikes something much deeper, and I don't think it lasts as long if it doesn't. Is that um, when we're when we stand alone, uh, you know, we we don't often succeed. But when we get together as a team, work together, cross the aisle, if you will, whatever it is, um, we we just seem to do better. It's better for the human being to connect with others to achieve you know goals rather than try to go it alone. And Major League is a pretty simple premise. You, I mean, it's even set up in the first couple minutes of the movie. He's this guy. He's that guy. He's that guy. He's that guy. And each of us have our own problem our own little corner of the universe that we painted ourselves into and by the time the movie's over we realize when rachel phelps says you know none of you she you know, should they you know lou lou brown says you know none, rachel <laughs> none of them nobody wants you you know you're you're all misfits and you're just here to lose so she can move the team we actually come together and for the common good of the team and i think that's i think that resonates i think you know that people understand when you work together, life just works better. 
than trying to go it alone. And um, I think that that resonates. I think that stays. I'd say there's a long-winded answer to it, but uh, I think that's really the the lasting power of the film, especially today. We feel it. We all know. We all know we're so divided. We want to be together. The Blu-ray DVD of Major League is out now. Corbin Bernson from Major League 30 years ago, man, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And you, you hit it on a good point. It resonates today. And you look at the cast. Look at this cast that you guys have. It's a cast of misfit toys. If you look at the names in this movie, but collectively, you kicked each other's ass to put out a product that, again, continues to attract audiences. Yeah, and that's what we did. Look, hey, I came from L.A. Log. Charlie came from, you know, platoon and, and tom from uh, movies before that and, platoon, and everybody sort of came together for this thing and i'll tell you what none of us thought any of this was bigger or better now you know charlie and tom may have been in platoon and wesley hadn't done much yet and i was in major league and i mean i was in la law but uh you know nobody nobody that hierarchy thing just didn't really work i mean charlie did have a nice big bus i remember <laughs> but uh um beyond that you know it, we all we we're all pretty much you know doing the same thing, wearing the same uniform, as it were, you know. And uh, and it's a funny thing when you, you put on a uniform and you you realize all of a sudden your name may be on the back of it, but uh, you can't see that name. So, uh, you know, you, you started to become a team, and I think that's what we did. A difficult question, Corbin Bernson. There's talk of a Major League Four, but there are huge stars in this ensemble. Behringer, Snipes, Sheen, Russo... Do you think all of you could come together in a major league four without maybe clearing the air or just working together, putting all that stardom behind you? Oh gosh, I think we could step right into it. I mean, you know, I haven't talked to Charlie in a couple of years, and also it's a good time to point out, you know, he's uh, clean and sober for almost two years now, and he's doing really, really well. But he's staying very private to keep that together. Um, Tom and I talk quite a bit. We have some ideas of things we'd like to do. Uh, together and uh, I don't see Dennis Haysbert much. Never really see uh, Wesley Snipes, uh, but uh, I think we could all step in there. I think we all, you know, we've all traveled such interesting roads. Mm. It would be pretty fascinating to come back again and go. Okay, good, good time to tune up and be a team again. Now, are we going to be players? No, I don't know how we'd all come together in a scenario of Major League Four. Uh, you know, unless it was old timers' day at the park. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, that, maybe it's one scene, and then you got a bunch of kids doing Major League. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there is talk of it. There is actually a script that's floating around. I don't, I'm not sure it's ever going to know. I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but uh, it's been floating around for a couple of years. I know David would love to make it. I know the fans would love it. If they don't do it soon, I've got an alternative, but it's going to be a, a zombie baseball movie that takes place in Cleveland. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland, at least it's not Detroit. Corbin Birdson joining us here at the Freak Nation. Do you get the same thing that I do when, I, when I've when told people like Major League and I'll start quoting scenarios or scenes from the movie that they get it confused with Bull Durham? Have you had that confusion? Uh, no, no. I, I, honestly, I haven't had that one. I haven't had, people are pretty clear who are Major League fans are. Major League fans. They're not talking about Bull Durham. They're not talking about the natural field of dreams. You know, all those movies kind of fall into the same. They're, they're dramas. Major League is... Yeah, it basically doesn't even on some of these lists of best baseball movies of all time. It still falls under, you know, below Field of Dreams and Bull Durham. You know, because those are movie movies. Those are like dramas, you know. Uh, Major League's a screwball comedy. But if you go to the fans, you know, the real fans out there, not, not you know, film critics, 
Um, uh, you know, the fans at Major League is above. And no, I haven't had that where they've been confused. In this Blu-ray DVD, apparently there's an alternative ending. How in the world could Major League have ended any differently? And what the heck are we to expect there? You know, that's funny because that's, that's been brought up uh, a couple of times over the last you know couple of months as I've been talking about this movie. I, I don't. By the time I got the script, mm-hmm. we were shooting the film that I saw. I would. I'd have to go back and look again. I, I don't know if I ever. Because I came onto the film a little bit later, um, and I, they must have already been planning to create a different ending. I'm not sure how that happened. I'm not sure what it was. It sounds like you're trying to sell more DVDs. If the cast doesn't know, I think that's badass. I, they do. They probably do. I don't recall that. I don't remember the being. I just don't remember the ending. Being different, I remember. I guess I remember David Ward saying, "Yeah, we're going to play around with the ending." I, I, I don't know what it is, though. I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm going to have to go back and watch it again, and I have to call David up after this and say, "What was the other ending?" Corbin Burson, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff in this Blu-ray release. What are we going to learn about you in some of those behind-the-scenes extras? Well, yeah, the behind-the-scenes stuff is great. I mean, it's, it's also it's. it's Cool stuff like going into Serrano's locker, you know. Um, but uh, it's nice getting insight from people who who made a movie. You know, you you hear how it happened and and you know the reality of some of this stuff because you get so lost in the movie, you know, because it just holds up that you you sometimes forget that you know we were making a movie. Everybody assumes we're just out there playing baseball. Well, no, it's you know one swing cut. Okay, camera, get ready again. Second swing cut. You know. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it was making a movie and, and, uh, you know, as anybody's been on a movie set, sometimes you can, you know, that's like watching paint dry. Uh, you know, it goes slow. Uh, but, uh, so it's, it's nice to get the insights of people to find out some stuff that really happened. Actor Corbin Burnson joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Corbin, seriously, what is up with your snow globes? Word has it you are the world's largest owner of snow globes at over 8,000? It is true. It's now sitting in a storage locker. I just packed it up literally the last couple of days. Uh, I moved to upstate New York, and uh, it's been in my office in Los Angeles, and I literally just packed it up. 70 big plastic containers, courtesy of Lowe's, (laughs) to to pack them up. Uh, But... uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, and I'm gonna ship it back east. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do something with it. I want to put it on some sort of public exhibition, museum, or something. Uh, it's just a little crazy thing that started again about 30 years ago when everything kicked in with my career, and people would give me snow globes and for visiting their town or yeah. affiliates of the network uh, when I was doing LA Law, and uh, so I got quite a collection of snow globes and hats and T-shirts, by the way. But the hats and T-shirts kind of went by the wayside, but the snow globes kind of continued, and then. I got more into it and found out the history of them, you know, coming from Europe and advertising domes and souvenirs from different national parks, all that kind of stuff. So it grew. Well, it's better quickly. than guitars. I'll tell you, I did have about 20 guitars until about <laughs> a year ago. I, no, it's, 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 I've been looking at everything I have left. I have boxes of, Oof. I collected robots for a while. I got into a collector's thing. It's, it, it must be some weird thing. When you have a bit of dough, you start to go like, I want some of this, I want some of that. The only thing I didn't collect, which I really wanted to, I wish I had more than all of it. I love my snow gloves. I would like to have had a couple vintage cars, you know, from the 50s. And 
I, I, I kind of, I kind of started going down that direction, and I realized, no, that's snow globes are easy. They're like you know, ten bucks each. Mm. Vintage cars get into the multiple thousands, so that didn't happen. Corbin Birdson, thirty years, man, major league. Uh, it's out on Blu-ray, DVD now. Joining us here in the Freak Nation, man. Thanks for doing this. I'm a few years younger than you, but when you look back over thirty years, there was a quote that you had that, frankly, I agree with you. I didn't think I would be around for another thirty years. Right. I know. I know, man. I know. Thirty years. It's just. It's a little frightening how quickly it's all gone. I yeah. mean, literally, that thirty-year period is when I met my wife, had our first baby. He's now, you know, he's now thirty, um, and all the stuff in between. It's just, uh, you know, it's uh, it's interesting for me. Just because it's not major league, it's really the start of my career and my family. So, uh, you know, uh, and major league is right there as a cornerstone. Corbin Burnson, Psych, L.A. Law, Major League. Thanks for doing this, buddy. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And coming up next, more from Kentucky and Formula One. It's just bonkers what one driver's doing. Good evening. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market. So this is what you do. You spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks. If someone's cooking burgers, I want a unique flavor. And there's only one that truly hits the spot. Bubba Burgers Jalapeno or Sweet Onion Burgers. And it's straight from your local grocery store. There's even reduced fat and turkey Bubba Burgers. How about an Angus Bubba Burger? Basically, there's not a better burger to throw on the grill for your weekend parties than a tasty juicy mouthful of Bubba Burger. Again, available in your grocery store. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire's wide variety of tires for whatever it is that you drive. Whether you're looking for off-road capability balanced with impressive on-road performance or ultra-high performance offering all-season traction designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has what you need to get where you're going. General Tire, proving anywhere is possible with Speed Freaks since 2001. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. 
grab it and hold on tight. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Bassist, one of the founding members of 311, Peanut, will join us next hour. They've got a new record coming out called Voyager. actually came out two days ago. He'll be joining us next hour. Chandler Smith running on those general tires. Got himself another ARCA Series win. 17 years old. Spins in the middle of the race. It's pushed all the way back to the, the tail end of of the pack and works his way back to win this damn thing. Looking forward to getting him here in the nation. That's kind of a dominant car. That's amazing. That's crazy. Venturini yeah. Motorsports and Arca Series. Jeez. Hey, I know I want to talk a little Lewis Hamilton. I'm going to get back to Kentucky as well. But but we also have to talk about Robert Wickens. Oh, in without question. Toronto. Yep. Yep. Robert Wickens, who was in a horrible accident. Uh, paralyzed from the waist down, mm-hmm. right? From Pocono last year, last right. August. Has done remarkable things already. Uh, teammate of James Hinchcliffe, and it's in, it's bonkers what he did this weekend, Crasher, in Toronto. Yeah, he drove, he's still paralyzed, by the way. I mean, he has been making some amazing recovery through his rehab, through all the doctors that he's worked with. From you name it, <laughs> and it, from the East Coast to the South to primarily in Indianapolis, just incredible what he's been able to do. And he's shown some signs of doing some squats without help and doing some steps without help. It's wow. But yeah, he actually drove. He got behind the wheel of an NSX this weekend to basically lead the field to green. He did it with his fiance in the passenger seat. <laughs> she was just about. She was just about ready to lose herself because there were times he went just as fast as he could in that NSX, and he took it pretty daringly. And she was like, okay. She she started off having her hand out the passenger window, and then she, like, quickly brought it in. And then she's like, she went to go put it back out, and she goes, oh, no, oh, no. Jeez. <laughs> but, yeah, he said he was interviewed after the race, and he said, yeah, you know, the driver and me came back out, and I just wanted to gas it. And he did amazing, absolutely amazing. Of course, Arrow with their technology sponsor and what they've been able to do. Quadriplegic Sam Schmidt, one of the co-owners of the team, drove a car at Indianapolis with his eyes and his breath. Hello, that's Aero Technology. Amazing what they've been able to do. Statman, it's, is it try to say or just if there was ever a sponsor for someone, if there was ever a sponsor to have for someone to get in an accident... Uh, it would be Arrow for Robert Wickens. 
Well, that's that's a peculiar I, I way know. of saying I, I, it. It, but it is, but just yeah, just at, be, Arrow. Arrow has had huge success uh, with um, Schmidt Peterson, and uh, just like Crash mentioned, what they did for the Corvette last year that allowed uh, Schmidt to drive it was phenomenal. Um, as long as you're, I guess, as long as you're on a racetrack with every, you know, you don't have a lot of traffic and cross traffic and buses and all the other stuff. Uh, and other cars racing, maybe he could pull it off. But, uh, wow, it's just phenomenal the success that he's had and uh, the success that he appears to be in his future. That's that's the wonderful part of this story. You look at what his teammate's done, James Hinchcliffe. This is a guy who practiced two years ago crasher these 2017 mm. no no it was before that regardless his teammate james hinchcliffe came seconds away from dying from a practice prior to the indy 500 i don't know if robert wickens could have done this crasher with a different teammate given what we know and we, we only what we know is what we see with interviews and on social media. No, that's media. legit, though. I, they I, knew I, each other. I mean, they're both Canadian guys who grew up racing some carts together and coming through the system together. I mean, it, they're a slight age difference, but they did do some racing together in their younger years. And, yeah, uh, James is a big reason why Robert Wickens came to the Schmidt-Peterson team last year. And, yeah, they, their friendship is genuine, but you're exactly right. Part of Wickens' recovery has been some of the humor that Hinchcliffe has been able to bring to the hospital room, the in-home rehab, the wheelchair races that they've done, a la, not Talladega Nights, what's the movie? Cole Trickle? Uh, yeah, uh, Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. I mean, they, they reenacted the wheelchair scene from Days of Thunder. Just absolutely hysterical. But it's not just James's sense of humor and their long friendship. It's also James coming from a, a place, like you referenced, Kenny, of, hey, I've been there. I wasn't paralyzed, but I lost enough blood from a wicked accident at Indianapolis where I should be dead. So I know about rehab and about coming back from something that people were telling you that you can't come back from. So, yeah, just very unique and just the friendship. Example, just incredible. Just the, excuse me, Crash, just the example no. of Sam Schmidt and what yeah, well, uh, Schmidt yeah. has done. Uh, you know, I mean, that's, to me, that's the major thing. He may and. He may not have had the uh, success in rehab that uh, Wickens appears to be having, but he certainly knows the mental aspect and just the example and the mentoring that he could be to anybody in facing that kind of challenge has got to be huge. Uh, I would almost put that on a par with whatever technology Arrow has, just the mental aspect of saying it's possible you're, your life's not over, that you could do a lot more than people say you can or expect of you going forward. Yeah, what Sam Schmidt, I don't know if everybody is really truly aware what Sam Schmidt has done. I mean, yes, he had his his crash in the late 90s that, unfortunately, the reason why he's a quadriplegic now, but he's gone on to be a very successful businessman, obviously a team owner, and he has campaigned on, on Capitol Hill on numerous occasions for stem cell therapies and so many different ways of, of helping people in his condition walk again. 
it's, it's yeah, the guy does not have quit anywhere even remotely close to his vocabulary. And you're right. That's the best example for both Hinchcliffe and Robert Wickens is their team owner, Sam Schmidt. The, the, and the guy's got a feisty attitude. He's so much fun. If he wants to party, he's going to party and he's going to do it in his wheelchair. Damn it. And he's just awesome. I just I love everything that there is about Sam Schmidt. Yeah, you get to a point where you look. Fortunately, we're able to to cover people like that you know there might be a, a morning when i wake up God, i just don't want to get out of bed just the, the things that sam schmidt and robert wickens is now doing the things that they continue to beat every day the human makeup is bonkers sam schmidt he he can't he can't he can't move his neck yeah. but every event he's there He's talking, he's smiling. Golf events, charity yeah. events, you name it, he's there. Yeah, the guy is, I, I don't even know what to compare him to. He never says no, he never quits. Everything is doable to him. We're talking about Sam Schmidt and Robert Wickens. Sam Schmidt is the team owner of the team that Robert Wickens was driving for when he crashed. Sam Schmidt's accident, was that early 90s crasher no that was late 90s late 90s in orlando that's what i want to say. think it was right and it might have even been during a practice yeah I think no it was i think it, mm, yeah it was 99 i want to say though i don't think it was race weekend practice why maybe it was good heavens i just i could just picture him in the delphi car i wanted to say it was winter testing but you know what it, it might have been but Statman, you look at the fortitude of a guy like Sam Schmidt. It's just, gosh, we uh, we could sit around and bitch and moan about a <laughs> about, about a bruise on our calf or on our butt. But when you have somebody that cannot move from his shoulders down, that's just the the every day that he continues to beat life is absolutely stunning. Or even the drivers who can't, they won't come out of their motor coach to talk to millions of people. Uh, but, you know, Sam Smith is always there uh, with a good attitude and uh, is willing to talk and give you a few minutes. You know, I mean, that's to, that's valuable and is valuable to sponsors. It's valuable to the industry. It's valuable. And, uh, you know, the, the spoiled rich kid drivers who complain about tracks and people and all they want to do is take money and and spend it uh you know i mean i I got no time for them especially when you compare them to uh you know a fantastic human being like sam schmidt sam schmidt's accident was winter testing and i was off i thought it was 99 it it was actually the exact date was january 6th 2000 but you're right kenny it was at walt disney world speedway in buena vista Crasher, you mentioned this in your pit news and notes about Lewis Hamilton, his sixth, would you say sixth straight win? Not straight, but sixth, sixth. win at Silverstone. No other driver can say that in the history Or in the British Grand of Prix. One. Not just right. Silverstone, or in the British Grand Prix. Yes. it's the British yes. Grand Prix, yeah. Barring anything happening to Lewis Hamilton retirement, anything else, he's on the road, Statman, becoming the greatest Formula One driver in history. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, he's, what's incredible is another example today, 
uh, he was he put new tires on uh, with the 32 laps to go, I believe. And the, even Pirelli said that the tires are only good for 30 laps. He, he put 32 laps on them and not only drove them for 32 laps, but set a track record in the last lap of the race. Uh, at when his team even wanted to bring him in to change the tires, and he said no, and they everybody else sat down, and uh, he went out and set a new track record, broke it by like a half second on the last lap going to the checkered flag. That's where I was going with this. When did you see this come about with Lewis Hamilton and his relationship with his crew, meaning, no, I'm not coming in. Has this always been a part of Lewis Hamilton's demeanor, or is this something that he's earned over the last two or three championships? Uh, it's something that he's he's earned, but, um, oh, crap, I should remember this, but I think five years ago at Monaco, he uh, they bought him in, and he ended up losing a race and lost the championship because of the points lost in that race. And uh, he he kind of took over more, uh, and he kind of hinted at this afterwards. He took over more of a uh, uh, a role in determining when I'm going to come in and when I'm not. And he has the most. He has the best control of anybody in the field uh, on uh, bad tires, especially on a bad surface like rain. No one can compare with him. And he's driven, but everybody, other guys are spinning off an aquaplaning. He's driving to uh, uh, victories. So, yes, uh, something, five championships gives you a say in how you uh, handle and his uh, uh, ability to get more out of the car and protect his tires. Uh, I think it, about three or four races ago, he even went longer uh, than Pirelli, longer than two or three laps longer than Pirelli and held on for the win where they were begging him to come in and get new tires. And he didn't want to give up the track position or the potential win. How many different manufacturers has he won with? Uh, he came up with McLaren and uh, went from McLaren to Mercedes, so just the two teams. When when does it come to the point with Lewis Hamilton that it he we I, we've been do, we probably started this three or four championships into his tenure that he is the next Michael Schumacher. And is that is that just part of the everyday conversation with Formula One now at this point that he is he's on the verge of I mean, just on the cusp of surpassing Michael? Yeah, I think I think that's part of it. Uh, I think what's all, what's a, 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 as big a part of it is just his personality, his ability to relate to the fans, how the fans like him. He he climbed over the fence and was body surfing just with the fans, not with the teams or the people in the you know in the the the, the industry, but just climbed over the fence. It was body surfing with the fans. No 
uh, security, nothing. The people in Britain love him. They were cheering for him, and they even have uh, British flags with his name printed on them, and everybody's waving them. That's you don't you don't see that at any level with American drivers who uh, have this relationship with their fans, like you leave me alone and I'll leave you alone. Shots fired, Statman? <laughs> Let me reload here a minute. <laughs> I've shot, I shot so many with that last. The bullets are gone. <laughs> Second hour of the Freaks coming up. Keynut from the band 311. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Chandler Smith, ARCA Series winner from Elko Speedway. 17 years old. Spins midway through the race. Let's put the back of the field and what's the race? What'd you say, Crasher? 60 for Venturini Motorsports? Oh, win number 60 for the yeah. team. Yeah. Me. Of which, what do they already have? Nine this year? It's insane. <laughs> Just get a couple, four or five million dollars and move on up and be a backmarker in NASCAR Whew. Cup Series. No, uh, yeah, I think he's going to go elsewhere besides backmarker teams. Freak Nation. Also, not much motorsports coming up next hour. 311, Chandler Smith, Arca Series winner, all coming up. Speed Freaks Pitch, Lucas Hole Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey guys, losing your hair sucks, and I should know. I've lost mine. And two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. Well, it might be too late for me, but it's not too late for you. Now there's Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair you have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to obtain. For five minutes now and starting at just 10 bucks a month, you'll never have to worry about your hair loss again. So you just sign up, it takes less than five minutes, answer a few simple questions, snap a couple photos, and you complete your online doctor consultation. A licensed physician will review your info. They'll recommend the right treatment for you, and then it's shipped right to your door every three months. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products that are out there. And Keeps treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. So if you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you want to do is wait to see a doctor. For a limited time, you receive your first month of treatment for free. Go to Keeps.com slash golf. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash golf. Do it today. Keeps.com slash golf. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today... 
Withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Coming up this hour of Speed Freaks, I want to get into some of this discussion in regards to Statman's scat and Big Willie Robinson. That's right, Big Willie Robinson. The story's incredible. And Statman was there to see some of it unfold in the late 60s. We'll get to that. Also this hour, Peanut, the bassist for 311. They've got a new record out called Voyager. He's going to check in with us. And coming up in about 10, 15 minutes, Chandler Smith, your winner from the ARCA series, running them in big old gentle tires out of Elko Speedway. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Statman, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Thank you guys for hanging out. Last hour, Corbin Burnson, he joined us in the Freak Nation. Corbin Burnson, of course, from Psych, L.A. Law. But the interview was in regards to Major League. The movie came out 30 years ago this year, and the new Blu-ray DVD is out Get it now in stores or on Amazon. Talk a little bit about Kentucky Crash Gladys. Kurt Busch with a win, his first win in a, his first win for Chip Ganassi. We talked about this last hour. Uh, you you talk about a guy that was that, that at least had his mindset that he's going to retire. Well, he was considering. Considering, excuse me. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't fully set on it, but he was he was going down that road pretty seriously. And with the win, it's like, oop, well, maybe I should reconsider. Hasn't won on an intermediate course like that in many, many years. That car hasn't won since 2013. When his brother, when he and his brother are battling it out and they finish 1-2, he has never been in the one position until yesterday. What? Mm-hmm. It's, it's only a few times. I think three, maybe four. But still, when, when the Bush brothers have finished 1-2, it's always been Kyle Bush in the one spot. Kurt in the two spot until last night. Kurt got the one spot. And wasn't it? It was Kurt Bush and Richie, Ricky, oh, man, in the Tide car at the time. Oh, Ricky Rudd? Rick, uh, Ricky, yeah, Ricky Craven. Thank you, this Wavi. Ricky K- Craven and Kurt Bush with that last lap bumper car 
trying to punch your head. Was it? Was it? Uh, oh Chris? God! No, it was uh, like a rocking ham or something like that. Come on, tell me out here. Come on, Statman. It's one of the greatest <laughs> finishes ever. Damn it! Between I thought it Ricky was Craven. Text. No, no, hell no, 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 no. Uh, Suave's about to dial up those those Darlington. There you go. One of the anytime I see cars doing what they did last night with Kyle Busch and Kurt Busch, that's the first race that comes to mind that these guys are bumping and banging, coming out of turn four. That's what we saw last night. Did Kyle not look upset? He did. He looked really upset. <laughs> and, of course, he's making comments like, yeah, no hard feelings. It's like, dude, I, even if you don't have a great relationship with your brother, which I know they have a decent one. It might not be the best, but it's decent. It's like, be a little bit happier for him. God. <laughs> You've won four times this year, Kyle. Be happy. Your brother just won one. Oh. He he had a – Kyle Busch has this beard going. And I haven't – it was a – it's the flavor savers that are there below below the lower lip. But he it's it was a, it's just a strange-looking piece of beard mm-hmm. below piece his – <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just a little aggravated at the way his beard looks, man. Remember, he was not made fun of in in all fun ways, of course, when he was the youngest driver in the series. I mean, he couldn't get over that youthful look, and maybe this is just his attempt to be like, look, I am badass. I am old. Er." Statman, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it when Crash interviewed Kyle Busch at at 16 years old Mm -hmm. in Las Vegas. And this the sprint mi- monorail, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this might be, or the Nextel monorail. Oh, yeah, Nextel. Yeah. That's right. It was before Sprint. This might even be a time, Statman, where you, you <laughs> were a fan of Kyle Busch. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. <laughs> there's, a, there's a first time for everything, Stat. Come on, buddy. Yeah, Come on. That, I, I don't think so. That you... They they didn't have videotape or audio tape when I was a fan of Carl. <laughs> Jeez. Freak Nation, coming up in about seven minutes. Chandler Smith, your ARCA series winner, running on General Tires. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. Going to reset with some affiliates, get back with some Crash Gladys pit news and notes, and also coming up, Peanut from the band 311, Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here in the Speed Freaks pits. How you doing? Speed Freaks, second hour. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, big second hour for you. Chandler Smith in about six, seven minutes. Your ARCA Series winner will be joining us. And Peanut, bassist from the band 311, they got a new record out called Voyager. Uh, he'll be coming up in about 30 minutes. The first Crash Glass Spit News and Notes brought to you by General Tire. That's GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Well, we were just talking about Kurt and Kyle Busch, and yes, they dominated the cup side of things in Kentucky where, let's see, Kurt Busch won the first stage, Kyle Busch won the second stage, and then Kurt beat out his brother to win the entire race. Cole Custer taking the win in the Xfinity Series and Tyler Ankrum in the truck series. 
And like Kenny just said, Chandler Smith, he's going to be joining us in just about five minutes. He was your winner in the ARCA series from Elko Speedway. But this weekend, a lot of activity, most of the big activity was going on in Formula One. Let's just get to this. Formula E, or excuse me, not Formula One, I should say Formula Cars. <laughs> Formula One, Formula E, and IndyCar. Formula E raced their season finale in New York City. The race went to Robin Fringe. The championship to Jean-Eric Verne. He's now the first driver to clinch a second consecutive title in the history of Formula E, albeit brief. IndyCar, yes, it was Simon Pagenaud with another dominant run. He's your Indy 500 winner, and now your Toronto IndyCar winner. But the silly season is now officially upon us. And where will Alexander Rossi go seems to be the question of the weekend. Roger Penske has apparently shown interest, and there has been a significant offer made to Alexander Rossi from Schmidt Peterson Motorsports as well. So something to keep your eye on. Of course, Michael Andretti is saying, no, we're fine. We're farther down the road of talks. Yeah, we'll we'll be just fine. Okay, whatever. The biggest news, though, Formula One, Lewis Hamilton. He won again, but he just became the most successful driver ever at the British Grand Prix. Six wins. Hello. Yep, that's his home track, too. So I'm going to read his quote again, just like I did last hour. This is what he said himself. This is all you need to know about today. He said, this is the single greatest moment of any athlete in the world to wave his or her flag as the number one athlete or with a gold medal or whatever it may be in their home country. It's the single most incredible feeling and is the most special moment an athlete can have. Look at all this incredible support. He probably said that right before he did his crowd dive, which was also amazing. People buy merchandise and flags and you just want to deliver for them. When you achieve something like today, you see all those British flags. One day, I will look back at a picture of me in this car with that flag I'll look at that and be able to smile until my dying day. Props, Hamilton. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. For over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, and your anywhere. From the aggressive all-terrain performance of the new Grabber ATX to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APT, General Tire's balance excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, helping to keep speed freaks on the road since 2001. Car not performing right? A dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time, but Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system to fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MAV-TV. 
the Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative, funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks on Twitter from the Lucas Oil Studios running on General Tires. Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Stat Man, working on our 20 years of Speed Freaks here in the Freak Nation. This guy's been with us a few times. Chandler Smith scores his third ARCA Series win last night at Elko Raceway. And Chandler, the big question for those that didn't get a chance to see the race on MAV TV was how in the hell do you work your way back from that spin all the way back from the pack? Is that a scenario where you've you've been in before, or was it new to you? Yeah, it kind of happened on my first ever win last year in Madison. I got I was winning the race early on, and then I got sent to the back because we had a tire issue early on. So, um, you know, when that deal happens, you just got to keep it cool, keep it calm, and just know that's a really long race, and you'll work your way back up there. Chandler Smith, your winner running on those general tires at Elko Speedway in the ARCA Series last night mentally do you race differently when you're at the back of the pack after a spin versus leading a race oh yeah for sure you know that deal was a little frustrating to me but at the end of the day you just got to keep your calm and keep your cool and keep your head on your shoulders right and you'll end up getting back up there if you have a good enough car like we did last night bro you're you're 16 years old on everybody so i knew that we were going to be able to get back up there pretty quickly you're 16 years old 17 17 sorry all right, you're still a teenager. How in the hell do you sound so calm and cool and actually adult about it? Yeah, it's just maturity, to be honest with you, man. If you scanned onto my radio last year when that deal happened at Madison, I was the same exact way. But if you scanned into it this year, it sometimes, you know, every driver kind of loses their cool sometimes. But it's all just maturity and just knowing that, you know, it's a long race. Well, you're splitting time in this car, the number 20, with Harrison Burton, and he's another guy that is just as young as you and also very mature. Is it because you guys have just been doing this so long and it's just you just you're more used to it than some of the other people coming through the series or what is it? Can, can you really put your finger on it? I'd say maturity comes along with the people that you get surrounded with. If you get surrounded with a bunch of mature guys and like they're completely focused on racing and winning races and making you better as a driver, you're obviously going to get more mature off of that because you're going to be, you know, your head's going to be in the right spot. But if you get into a group of guys that are kind of all over the place, you're not really going to progress as a driver. 
Well, that maturity comes now with you making the 60th win for Venturini Motorsports, Chandler Smith. Chandler Smith, winner from Elko, joining us here in the Freak Nation. How incredible is that? I mean, your name was in the record books anyway for Venturini Motorsports, but you now have the milestone 60th win. That is in, just, it's nuts. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I never knew that I got the 60th win until you guys just now told me. So <laughs> that's definitely something to be proud of right there for sure. And I'm really happy for the team for their 60th win. And I'm uh, very, very happy that I was the one that could get their 60th win. So, yeah, Christopher Bell. I mean, the Freak Nation knows these names. Eric Jones, Joey Logano, Alex Bowman, Brennan Poole, you, Harrison Burton. It's a great lineage of drivers. I mean, when you got the call to join Venturini Motorsports, did you realize that things could be as successful as they have been for you? To be completely honest with you, no, not at all. Hmm. After just kind of seeing, it was just, I was going head first, to be honest with you, and I just was going to go along for the ride and see how it was going to be at first. And we went off to Nashville, my first ever race, and broke the track record, had a heck of a race, and then just all last year was really, really good. So I definitely can't complain at all. Chandler Smith is the ARCA winner at Elko Speedway, Minnesota, on general tires. Chandler, you have Iowa and then the Super Speedway at Pocono coming up. I don't know if you have much experience running on Super Speedways, but if you do, do you like Pocono? Oh, yeah, for sure. I've tested the first Pocono test, and we were really, really strong there. We left there kind of hitting ourselves in the head, probably pretty mad that we weren't going to race it because I wasn't old enough because we were going to end up winning that race, we felt like. But uh, I'm really excited for Iowa. It's one of the best short tracks that I've ever raced, to be completely honest with you. It's kind of a mixture between an intermediate and a short track. So it races a lot like a short track, more than a bunch of these short tracks we go to. And the grooves that it just has from where you can run right up against the wall and all the way down on the yellow line, it's just amazing. Chandler Smith, the win at Elko was your third of the season in ARCA. You have experience with Kyle Busch Motorsports, but... You don't have any experience in Cup or Xfinity. Do you still feel like you are running race to race, auditioning for that next level ride? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, it's been a huge learning curve for me just being over at Kyle Busch Motorsports for a bit. And the first two truck races I've done has just been tremendous amount of learning. So, uh, you know, I got two more truck races, Bristol and Phoenix. So I'm uh, ready to get after it in those two. Well, how difficult is it? I know we've asked you this before, but we've got new listeners every week. How difficult is it? Because it, outside looking in, it looks like it's extremely difficult going from a truck to a stock car. What say you? I don't think it's as difficult as a bunch of people stress it as being. Coming from a driver's perspective, I think the only main difference is you're in a completely different body style, and the trucks have so much, they're a lot more aero-dependent than a stock car is. His name is Chandler Smith, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Your ARCA Series winner running on General Tires from Elko Speedway last night. You sound a little tired. You going to get some rest tonight? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I'm still running on three hours of sleep. Got back to the hotel at 1 o'clock and finally got to sleep and uh, got up at 4 o'clock this morning to get the flight back home. So, <laughs> And no naps today? Dude, I would be flat. I'd be horizontal by noon. Yeah, it's, it's rough. I'll sleep good tonight, but Man. I got to get up really early in the morning as well to go up to Canada for a road course test, so. Oh, oh boy. All right, man, we'll let you get some rest, buddy. Thanks for doing this, Chandler. Yep, appreciate you guys. Thank you. The guy has 
if if you saw that race and Mav TV is where it airs and Mav TV will run it this week. If you have a chance, set the DVR to record that race and watch this kid. They'll run a replay. Yeah. Okay. Watch this kid work his way up from the back of the field after spinning and begin being forced to be at the back of the pack and work his way up from the way. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I understand he's got a ride underneath him that's second to no one on that track, but still. He still has to wheel it through traffic. Yeah. He still has to wheel I mean, sure, you're in the back of the pack, and you've got to be careful there in case somebody makes a dumb move around you. But then as you get closer to the front, you're mm-hmm. up against guys that are harder to pass. So, yeah, he still does the work. Coming up in moments, your stat man scat, and I want to elaborate a little bit more on the the scat coming up after the commercial break. There's a great quote in one of these articles on the gentleman that Statman's going to highlight in his scat. He says, "We did something that never been done before. We used racing to stop the killings." We'll explain next. Good evening, my fellow citizens. To provide guidance to mankind. Between workouts, walks, and bike rides, I've become a pretty good consumer of podcasts. Now the L.A. Times Studios have a series made for the Freak Nation. It's called Larger Than Life, and that's the only way to describe Big Willie Robinson, the founder and president of the Los Angeles County Street Racers. I discovered Big Willie one night in 1968, standing in a pickup bed, screaming at the assembled throng in a shopping center at Crenshaw and Slauson at 3 a.m. The large, muscled black man in a black derby hat, screaming at that time in the morning with the LAPD watching and doing nothing, if that didn't get your attention, you needed to move along and wake up later. The Larger Than Life podcast describes how Big Willie saved L.A. streets from illegal racing and rioting at a time when that's all anybody wanted to do. It's a larger than life story about a larger than life man at a time when L.A. streets were making larger than life headlines. Listen and learn. Peace. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? Mm. What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now. And save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. That's 800-814-5188. Take a step toward updating your home with exclusive life-proof vinyl plank flooring from The Home Depot, starting at just $2.99 a square foot. It locks together for easy installation. It's waterproof, scratch-resistant, and comes in a variety of trendy styles with over 40 colors to choose from. That's a step in the right direction. Today is the day for doing with life-proof vinyl plank flooring starting at just $2.99 a square foot. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. See store for details. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. 
TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. When you wear TV Ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Peanuts 311 will be joining us in about, geez, 15 minutes? Yeah. The basis for 311 Peanut will be here. New record out, call, album out, CD, whatever they would call it. All right. New release. Voyager hit stores, hit the internet, Amazon, everybody else, uh, two days ago. So they'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Forget about how many hits these guys had. Bonkers. If you paid attention to Statman's scat, I told you briefly about a dude named Big Willie Robinson. I had no idea who this cat was until Statman sent a link to this podcast, that uh, recent podcast of this guy. I haven't had a chance to listen to it, Statman, but I did read the majority of that L.A. Times article on Big Willie Robinson, and this is absolutely I'll say it again, bonkers, what this guy did for for street racing and crime <laughs> and relationships between blacks and whites and, and everybody else in between. And you actually ran into this dude in the late 60s, and lo and behold, here we are talking about this guy. Yeah, I had conversations with him, but I can't say I really knew him. I wasn't... At the time, I was a student and didn't have the money to even be co- get the money to uh, buy the colors that you wore if you were a member of the L.A. County Street Racers. But I would go to the events at night and, you know, did some racing myself. And Willie would always talk about us because we were in road racing and had a the owner of the team had a Ford GT40. And uh, people would try to race us thinking it was a Volkswagen kit car. And uh <laughs> We'd park it over in the corner of the parking lot, and, uh, you know, guys would try to race us. We had our own little place that we would go, but I'm I'm diversion here from um, the reality of Big Willie. He he had, uh, including, and this is uh, evident in the first episode of the podcast, he had a really good relationship with the owner of the L.A. Times, Otis Chandler, 
who was a big car guy. And during the 65 riots, they walked the streets together and uh, uh, tried to calm things down. And after uh, King was killed, there were riots in a lot of other cities. The street racers um, existed at that time, and uh, they were able to you know, keep quiet some of the same anger that was being uh, you know, overrun in some other cities didn't hit Los Angeles quite as hard. He had a, a big relationship with uh, City Hall. Uh, he was a, a very bright guy, very political guy, and uh, it's a fabulous, fantastic story. You mentioned the, the Bob, the Otis Chandler story. If We'll put out a link at, at Speed Freaks. There is a video from when Otis Chandler died, I think it's from 2009, where some part of the service, there's all kinds of uh, legendary names at uh, his service, his funeral service, at Otis Chandler's funeral service, the owner of the Times, that you see Big Willie walking down the aisle with his colors on and his beret yeah. on. Yeah, and there's a what a, a priest that comes down to try and greet him, like, hold on, buddy, hold on, what's going on here? It, it, it looks like because he wasn't scheduled to talk, and he gets up there for five minutes. Here's his six six black dude at Otis Chandler's funeral. Yeah, <laughs> and he wasn't until he dropped the uh, the family nickname that people right. said this guy's <laughs> telling the truth. You know that that mm-hmm. that audio from that probably that video is where they start the podcast. And you hear uh, Willie talking uh, you know, during the funeral, and people finally, they when he mentioned, they called uh, his grandkids called him uh, Big O. That's what everybody said. Well, hey, maybe this guy did know uh, Otis, and uh, they let him talk. Uh, he had huge with when he made a relationship with Tom Bradley before Bradley became mayor, when Bradley was still a city councilman, and uh, Bradley helped. Uh, get him some political power in uh, L.A. city government. Those were huge times for uh, L.A. County street racers. And the police, they weren't. They had an enormously bad reputation in uh, the communities of color in Los Angeles. And uh, Willie was able to bring, uh, you know, skin, skinheads and excuse me, skinheads and uh, gang members and uh, Latinos, all sorts of people together, and they put all that aside when they got with Willie and the street racers. So that's so when the cops... It was basically, it was cars, and big, and because of Big Willie, it was cars and Big Willie's personality, his huge personality that brought everybody <laughs> together. Yes, I mean, he was... Uh, wow. And, and the people who tried to say that he was basically ignorant, uh, didn't uh, understand that he was at LSU uh, in a pre-med program or, you know, he was a, a very intelligent guy. So, uh, yeah, he was, a lot of people got behind him, uh, man, auto manufacturers, uh, law enforcement, and because he was able to transcend communities and make people come together and just do what they wanted to do, and that was race cars. There's a shot. There's several shots that are just crazy. 
with him in front of his wife's Queen Daytona race car. <laughs> You're getting all these from the L.A. Times? Yeah. yeah. T- Tomiko. Is she still Tomico, alive, by the way? Yeah. Or Tomiko? I, I, I think she... Yeah, my first inclination is to say no, but I I think she may still be alive. I I don't know. That's what I should say. I don't know, but my first inclination is to say no. It's a great article, and we will never. I crash. Mo, the majority of us listening will never know what was going on in the streets of Los Angeles in the mid to late sixties. Statman was there for part of that, and it just I'm sure the. Uh, the tensions were just, you could cut them with a freaking, well, you couldn't cut them. They were so freaking thick. But for this guy to break those barriers and a, a black man to do this. And Statman, you were at, uh, uh, my mouth just dropped when you said you were at some of these events that he put on. That's, that's <laughs> Oh, yeah. Every, every Friday and Saturday night, they would uh, meet at the Crenshaw Shopping Center or at the shopping center at Slauson and, and Crenshaw. Or uh, uh, on Sunday nights, they would race at, uh, they call it the Long Alley. It was an industrial alley between two streets. And uh, they would sit there and they would just race all night. And uh, the L.A. County sheriffs once came in and put buses at each end of the alley and (laughs) hauled people away. (laughs) There were people running like rats every every which way, including me, jumping fences and and getting out of the way so you wouldn't have to go to jail. But they, you know, they were – and some of these guys, they had just – they had cars that would be like nine, eight, seven-second cars that, uh, you know, would race – uh, on the streets, there was even one night uh, that the uh, the uh, Chi Town Hustler they backed it under the Crenshaw Shopping Center, started up, shook the ground, and did a wheel stand coming out where the delivery trucks go down <laughs> under the thing, and they came blazing out of there with flames coming out of the headers and everything. It was huge. The LA County street racers were huge, and. I see here in this article that early, what, mid-70s, he started a drag strip there at Terminal Island in the port of Los Angeles? Well, he didn't start it. He That was part of his political power. They wanted, uh, with, with Bradley, they wanted to take the next step. Instead of controlling racing on the street, they wanted to uh, move uh, to this land in t- the Terminal Island. And they ran it for several years. And uh, they had uh, real racing. They had uh, they, they ran wires for uh, trap uh, tra- for speed for Christmas tree lights and speed traps Whoa. and everything. And uh, they ran it for several years. But it was a constant fight with the Harbor Commission, who had a battle with Bradley, and uh, it was a political fight. Uh, they. Just couldn't, uh, they couldn't make it work until finally they took it away from him for good. Was that what was considered Brotherhood Raceway? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was cool. You could go down there on Sunday afternoons and just sit there and watch people race all freaking day. It was, it was <laughs> great. And, and it, like I said, they'd be, they'd be 20 second cars and eight second cars racing race the race i mean it was it was f- phenomenal 
Follow us on Twitter, and we'll tweet some links out there to where you can read the article and listen to these podcasts about Big Willie Robinson, a guy that escaped the streets or escaped New Orleans and the the issues of the South at the time, who then comes into Los Angeles. Again, if you read this article, to have, again, more people calling him Big Willie Robinson, the N-word, to his face. Oh. And it, some of Big Willie Robinson's friends say, why don't you just beat their ass? He said, no, I'm just going to do my best and kill them with kindness. <laughs> yeah, it was a huge – his presence was massive. He was a big, muscled man, and he wore a beret sometimes. But the, what was crazy was when he put that derby on – and uh, he had these massive <laughs> arms coming out of this denim jacket with uh, the colors on the back of it, L.A. County Street Racers. And he had a little extra because he was the president and founder. He was just he was a presence and people respected that. Needless to say, Statman, thank you for turning this on to this. This is yes. this is one of those where it's like, holy smokes, what the hell took us so long to get this out? There's got to be a there has to be a movie in the works of this guy. Jeez. Yeah, it would be it would be a massive it would be an incredible story. Uh just about the, the whole racing thing. And they would go to different places and they would go back to the shopping areas and then go out and race and then go back and set up another race. Hmm. Real quick, Statman, how did you know where they they were gonna race on a Friday and Saturday? Saturday night. You didn't have the internet. You didn't have fax machines. You would just show up. And I just stumbled onto it because I had been out partying and I'm driving down the street and I saw all these people gathered in the parking lot with this huge band screaming at them. And I said, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) And once you got into the, the mix, you would know that Friday nights they would meet here and Saturday nights they would meet there. That's greatness. Coming up, Peanut, bassist, OG with 311. Speak Freaks Pits, Lucas Hole Studios. You make me feel like I am whole again. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Now, what if I told you that the best burger you could buy to cook on your grill or stovetop it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is. And it's Bubba Burger. How awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound? Jalapeno, Angus, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Are you watching what you eat? Then grab the reduced fat or turkey Bubba Burgers. All in your favorite grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, go with Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a burger better than a Bubba. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. (laughs) This is going really well. Yeah, so I guess you've heard then. What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No. That I'm actually a chess painter. Pirate fans unite! That was not on the profile. So now you've heard. Geico. Saving people money on car insurance. And now an official partner of Major League Baseball. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. 
One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the Speed Wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire, they got you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire, they're going to get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with speed freaks since 2001. Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to the world. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Good to get this dude in with us for the first time. Peanut from 311. And a couple of things, Peanut, before we get into the new release, Voyager. One is I was on radio in Los Angeles in the early mid-90s, and when you, 311, your genre started to bust out, it was unique. And now, so many years later, when you hear 311 on classic rock stations, <laughs> dude, that is, that is just unusual to hear. I still associate 311 as new music. Well, tell you and me both. <laughs> but, but when I think about how long we've been around, like if we started in 1950 and we started in 1990, and we were around for 30 years like we are, and it was 1980, and we were still a band making music that people gave even half a crap about, I would be blown away. So, so yeah, it's, it's a total trip, longevity, and, and to be supported by the audience is endlessly humbling. Uh, I think we do have some kind of, musical kind of chameleon thing going on where we're uh, kind of allowed to continue um, and uh, accept it as new music even because the, the diversity is in there. You know, you can hear us being innovative even though these are kind of, you know, this is a band that's been around for so long. So it's, it's, a, it's amazing. It, it has everything to do with the audience and it has everything to do with us really wanting to, to keep it going for as long as, as long as we can. Bassist Peanut is in this freak nation from the band 311, which is more astounding to you, that the Warped Tour is still around or that 311 is still around? Well, you know, I think they go hand in hand. Yep. Uh, again, you know, you've got to give it up to the audience. It wouldn't be around if there wasn't support for it. So something's got to be good in the, uh, you know, in the cooking pot. And then also, like, the audience has to still want it, you know, want it to be different but similar and going somewhere new, but not treading over over you know old old information. It's 
it's amazing. I mean, punk rock stripped down philosophy and uh, and us being endlessly explorative in our writing and our influences. Uh, it, it makes a lot of sense. I I, I, I say long live Warp Tour. I say long live 311. Long live live music. You know, we're we're meant to be together. We're we're social beings. Um, us us getting together at a show makes us happier. And the science is out there. Supposedly, it makes you live longer. It's good for everybody, and it'll last forever. Although the Warp Tour and 311 won't last forever. But uh, for us to be around this long is, is a total trip, and we'll take it as long as we can. You say long live 311, long live Peanut, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And it is impossible to talk about your band without talking about the fans. It's just it's a unique relationship that you have that some bands can only dream of. To what do you attribute your fan-band relationship and how it has grown to be so incredible? Well, um, I mean, we're 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 genuine. We're 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 thankful. We don't we don't think we belong in this position. We're we know that we're supported in this position. So, for us to still be here, you know, with with the love and support is it's insane. And and yeah, there's huge bands as far as like the socials and their stats and all these and their streams and all this. A lot of those bands do look up to our audience and it's something that you can only kind of curate through time and that connection and touring like we do as uh you know incessantly as we do and 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 i mean just watch us you know we're having the time of our lives just like the audience is having the time of their lives so why wouldn't we support each other you know so we write music for our audience we write music for ourselves and somewhere in between the two it turns into a great show and uh, something for people to enjoy, you know, on the older side of things, on the younger side of things, on the new fan side of things, on the old school fan side of things. Like, we got something for everybody. Come and, come and witness the fitness. Damn. <laughs> you mentioned you write songs for your audience. You write songs for yourself. You had a tweet recently with your son drinking water. Absolutely adorable picture. I want to know about so- songs written for your guys' kids. Yeah, good feeling. Our semi-hit single is <laughs> is that you know we wrote it for our kids. Nick Nick wrote it while he was driving up or down PCH with his three daughters in the back. It's like, hey, wait a second, I'm having the best life I could ever imagine because of you guys. Because the little snot-nosed little jerks back there, you know, having also having the time of their lives. I'm I'm here for you. You're here for me. Let's make this incredible. Freak Nation, Voyagers, 311's 13th studio album, Peanut, bassist for 311, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Here's another kick in the nuts for you. When you hear your name mentioned with the likes of Sting, Paul McCartney, I could go on and on, but if you go back to when you guys started 311 and your slap bass style, it was unique as hell when 311 first busted out. You know, it, 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 it was and it wasn't for me. I mean, I was listening to so much music that had it in it. I mean, uh, Level 42 and, you know, uh, gosh, uh, I'm going to say Kaja Goo Goo without embarrassing myself boy. too much. It's, it's like uh, it's, it's a difficult technique to fit into, like, a pop song. You know what I mean? So, so 
also for when uh, Come Original in 1999 uh, started to get some real heat on the radio and knowing what kind of insane uh, slap part I put into it, it just it, it made me so happy as, you know, like a musical alchemist. Like, what, what kind of what, what craziness can I fit in here that still will resonate with the audience? You know, even making people want to dance. Like, how, how, how weird can it be and how, how can we make it work? Speaking of making something work, you gave a shout-out to Ice Cube recently. He was on our show last week. Cube is a music innovator. Where does he fit in with your influence in music? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I couldn't really – it's so hard to say because I don't even know. You know, it'll be something the scientists will have to figure out when they di- dissect my brain. But, but, but Ice Cube, like, I feel like I kind of grew up with them. NWA was the first tape that I put in my first car when I took my first drive by myself. First song was F the Police, and I'm like <laughs> – I'm like, this is the perfect song. Like, this is this is freedom. For me in the Midwest, not being, you know, hassled by the cops really all that much whatsoever, that, that song just was like, oh, you know, you're gonna you're gonna grow up and this is and this is your kind of soundtrack to it. So I knew that they didn't mean it for me to take it that way, but growing up the way I did, that's that's how I took it. And then when he broke with the band and came out with America's Most Wanted and worked with the bomb squad out east and changed the sound of everything and really got even political um, outside of Los Angeles politics. It is amazing. Like, where's this super brain coming from that, that is so good with lyrics and concepts and that's also, like, punk rock pushing the, the, the edge, pushing these limits? Uh, like, he, he couldn't be a bigger influence on me. Uh, it makes me proud to write lyrics for 311, uh, knowing that I've had so many good teachers like Ice Cube kind of show me the way. Voyager, the new record from 311. Peanut, thanks for joining us, buddy. Yeah, of course. Really good talking with you guys. Uh, thanks for spreading the word. We'll see you on the road. Yeah, yeah. Get your ass up and hurry up. Uh. Ice Cube, baby. 99, baby. I'm on the grind, baby. Steve, ha- Steve, Jesus, what is Steve? Who the hell is Steve? Uh, who your is, brother? Who is Steve? Statman. Steve, man. You were calling me Steve? Yeah, there you go. Man. Uh, how would have how would NWA and Ice Cube would have gotten along with uh, your group in uh, the late sixties? With my group, the Big yeah. Willie group, the Big Willie, Big Willie Robinson. Oh, oh, they'd have fit right in. Are you kidding? Yeah, they, like you it. know, every everybody fit in with uh, the street racing. I mean, it was a it was a way of life, and you would go there on the weekends, and you'd hang out from like eleven, twelve, midnight, one o'clock in the morning until sunrise. I mean, that's what. That's what you did on the weekends. And some guys, they had a guy that they interviewed in this podcast who said that he had several cars and he would, depending on what he felt like, he would take that out and race it. He was an executive, you know, an officer in the L.A. County Street Racers. But 
Yeah, they had guys. Guys had had real cars. I can't tell you. They had eight, seven, eight, nine-second cars that they raced on the street. I mean, these were, you think the street outlaws on television are something. <laughs> they were doing this back in the 60s. Bam. 50, 50 years not, not much, much motorsports. Not much motorsports. To your first wife? Yeah. <laughs> uh, some things you try to wash out of your mind. <laughs> well, I'm just curious because there's a dude in uh, in Britain that may have followed the Statman way of proposing to women. What do you do? Keep your silly wife. What just happened there? <laughs> Oops. Past six seconds, Kenny. You can't dump anymore. I got it. I got it. Holy smokes. There we go. Guess I'm going back back of that song. In other news. <laughs> it's on the computer here at iHeart, man. You th- yeah, you'd think they Okay. No, he said city wife, oh, Crasher. Right, right, right. Okay. So he you actually just, did. You just dumped six seconds of the show because we thought we both thought, and we both looked at each other with huge eyes. Yeah. That was the S-bomb. It sure sounded like it. It's, 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 this English cat singing city, city wife. Keep going, city wow. Uh, so, Statman, a man proposes to his girlfriend. Uh, make sure I get this over here. So, here we go. Yeah, right. That's a good idea. A, a, a man proposes to his girlfriend by tattooing, will you marry me, on his bum. Oh, no, that's not what he tattooed. Lo and behold, it wasn't just marry me. It was, will you marry meow. <laughs> and a picture of their cat. Instead of traditional flowers, you know, ring, getting down on one knee, dude just whips out his bum, says, here you go. Says, uh, will you marry Meow? The moon ride to be Lindsay. She was excited about it. He orchestrated it so he would get seven bald. I don't know what that means. In pool. They were playing pool. Got it. Apparently something that they frequently did together. And when you get seven bald, it's... Basically, where one player still has all seven of their balls on the table when the black eight ball is sunk. And if you're that person with all those balls out there, our rule is you have to pull your pants down if that happens. That's what she said. Uh He walked over. Walked over in the car. I could see that he said, will you marry Meow with a picture of a cat on there. Statman, does that bring back memories? Not no. <laughs> As a matter of fact, no. It does bring back uh, just listening to Chuck Chaka Khan. It brings back memories uh, of a Fourth of July concert that I went to. With recently, with yeah, just a couple of weeks ago. 
Oh. Or last week, whenever it was. Yeah, last week. Yeah. Chaka Khan and uh, Michael McDonald. Holy smokes. Yeah. We were singing along with Chaka Khan, singing it back to her. Were you wearing pants? I was wearing shorts. It was hot. I had to get under the table. That was the only place I could find shade was under the table. <laughs> under the table? <laughs> yeah. And I didn't I didn't drink myself under there. I just <laughs> yeah. crawled under there. It was too hot. Excuse me, you. sir. Are you drunk? <laughs> no, I'm just hot. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So six blind people regained partial sight thanks to bionic glasses. With shades of the Star Trek Next Generation, Lieutenant LaForge. How do you say it? How do you say it? Suave LaForge, LaForge. Jordy LaForge. Jordy LaForge. Just the fact that you knew that, Richie, is greatness, man. Man. Uh, a pair of glasses have been developed to help to restore partial sight to six blind people, dubbed the Orion glasses. Yep, the dark shades work by sending video images to their brains. Wow. It's actually pretty freaking cool. Pretty cool. These aren't was... the glasses that the guy sells on TV, are they? What's his name? Tato <laughs> Perante or whatever his name is. I'm an ex-Navy, an ex-Navy SEAL. Yeah. That right. guy? Yeah. Here's with these glasses. Here's without them. <laughs> I can see through a tree. I can see through a, tr- a tank. <laughs> I can see invisible eagles. So all you got to do is <laughs> yeah. put this glass on. I can see my wife's cheating on me. Yeah. All right, enough already. <laughs> but no, it, it is cool what these glasses are doing. Yeah. They look like Star Trek glasses, but who cares? They are helping partially blind people to see. Remember to shoot the juice to the moose and Statman. We're done? Cut it loose. Yep. Oh. Sports Radio, redefined.